What's up, everybody? Robin E. here on a new episode of Pillow Talk. As always, appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with me on a new episode. The love is appreciated. If you're not already, man, follow me on Facebook. Pillow Talk Podcast does have a Facebook page. Recently got 400 likes. So, you know, I'm a little, little lit lit. So thank you so much for that. It's Pillow Talk Podcast. Go ahead and check the Facebook page out. Um, I post on there just as much as I do on my Instagram, Pillow Talk Podcast, and my Twitter, E93Robin. If you need a good laugh or some, you know, kind of inappropriate jokes i say kind of because you know i preach a little bit on twitter too but i definitely recommend you follow me on twitter you you won't regret it um quick recap quick recap i was featured on a youtube page oh shit so shout out to anaya regime beautiful queen entrepreneur here out in lake county um like myself who featured me on her youtube page so thank you so much for that i really appreciate it we chopped it up y'all so check it out you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I'm a little blunt. I, I toned it down a little bit because I don't really know the limits of everybody else's pages. But make sure you guys check it out. Chopped it up about love, support, cheating, loyalty. Um, so make sure you guys check it out. Anaya Regime. Okay, that is her YouTube page. <laughs> so make sure you guys check it out. Um, you can go on my page, too. I tagged her as well in my first post on there and check her page out. You won't regret it. Tomorrow's the day. Um, if you're following me on social media, then you know that I have a meeting tomorrow, um, an appearance where I'll be speaking to the youth. Um, it was an event thrown by Millennials Connected. They have a Facebook page as well, just Millennials Connected. So make sure you guys check them out. Aspiring to engage our youth. I love anything to do with engaging the youth. I'm all for influence, you know, and positivity and support. 1412 Washington Street in Waukegan, Illinois at the Wild West Grill. It is a free event. There's food, me, of course, and great other entrepreneurs that are going to be there as well. Just speaking on success, motivating the youth, what success means to us, um, and why do we do, you know, what we do. So, you know, I've been, I've been busy. I've been busy out here, you know what I'm saying, getting to it. But I'm never too busy to drop an episode. New Blacklist, baby. Dropping right now. Yes, 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 yes. New Blacklist episode dropping for you guys today. Um, highly recommended, highly demanded. People are always asking about what I'm going to put on a Blacklist episode and how do I decide what makes the cut? Mm. That's a really tough question because I don't really have a list, quote unquote, that I go through whenever I see a story. It's really just about something that catches my eye something that I think is interesting and I want to tell other people about. Usually it'll be a mixture of popular topic with a story that's not really heard of or very little people know something about. So I try to, you know, mix it up, um, always throw in something relevant and, and something impactful. So I don't know. I mean, I don't really have a set list, but if there's ever a story that you guys see online, you know, you can always send it to me, tag me or something on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook, whatever. And I'll look at it, comment, you know what I'm saying? Take that in because, um, you know, we can't be everywhere, obviously. So that was a question I got from one of my subscribers. So I thought that was really dope. So thank you for asking, how do I decipher what goes on Blacklist? Today, I just picked some stuff that, again, I saw floating around online and I kind of wanted to touch on it. 
I never want to get too deep on things, but it, obviously, you know, if you've been following me, that's very hard for me not to do. <laughs> I also try not to get too opinionated, but it's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's hard when you talk about something that you feel connected to, something that you feel is of relevance to who you are. Me being a black woman, being a black millennial, living in this America, I always feel touched and connected to any black story. Denmark lead crisis. Were you guys aware that Denmark, South Carolina has lead in their water? I didn't know this. I didn't know this um, until shout out DJ Wisdom of Black Equity Network um, sent me like an article a little while ago about about it. And I was just really uh, flabbergasted because I was like, shit, why is this not front page news? Obviously, this was something that's been going on. Nobody knew about it. Genocide or coincidence. I don't know. You tell me. This definitely sounds like a repeat of Flint, Michigan. So, Hallison. Hallison. H-A-L-O-S-A-N. It's a chemical used for cleaning hot tubs. They also use it to clean rust out of pipes. So this was a chemical that was pumped into Denmark's water system. So the state.com reported that Hallison was approved to be put into the water system to clean it, to disinfect it or whatever, okay? And to kill bacteria. Um, Wow, okay. So this has been going on for 10 years. 10 years ago, they got approved by state regulators um, in, I don't know, I think EPA was something I saw to Environmental Protection Agency, which is some real shit. If you didn't know, that shit's real, real as hell. The Simpsons wasn't playing. They was for real with that. It's real. To put small dosages of this into the water system, basically to clean it out. So that's how it got approved. That's how it even got put into the system. So for 10 years, they had been dumping this Hallison chemical into the water. And I'm thinking, damn, 10 years? You know what I'm saying? Like, before you put the chemical into the water line or whatever the case may be, how long was the community, you know, living off that water unharmed? There's no documents, obviously, for that. There's no documentation to state that. But it's always weird to me whenever there's like a crisis or whenever there's this method that's done to cleanse something out of a community. It's done for a, a long ass time. And I just think like, damn, it takes 10 years to regulate the pipes. You know what I'm saying? On a consistent basis. This, is, this means that this was being dumped consistently every day. Not like once a month. You know what I'm saying? Not like... Once every two months, this was something that was dumped consistently into the water system every day. And all the town officials and government officials knew about that shit. So over time, obviously, people started getting sick, you know, skin irritation. Um, people were losing sight of their eye, uh, you know, losing sight, obviously. But it was just becoming very um, obvious that there was something going on. So there was requests that were made to test the water, 
And they mainly wanted to test the well water supply. That was the main supply, um, is the main supply of Denmark's water system for the community. And the requests were denied. So residents kept complaining of headaches. You know, again, the eyes becoming sensitive. Um, allegedly, EPA verified that small dosages of the Hallison could be used in the drinking water and that the water was safe to drink. So EPA, <laughs> EPA <laughs> aimed to keep the environment and supposedly the human race alive and well, approved this small dosage of Hallison and then turned around and said that it was the water was okay for residents to drink. Children, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, cool. So the mayor was black, which I was really, I was just kind of thrown off by that. I don't know shit about Denmark. Um, sorry, I'm from the Midwest. I don't know nothing about that. But once I started looking up into it, I just knew it was a white man. And I'm sorry, you know, I always have to put the disclaimer out that I'm not racist. I'm not racist. I'm just woke. I'm just really woke. And I'm just aware of my stature in America and the stature of the white man, period. But I just knew this was a white man that was the mayor. But no, it's a black man. Gerald E. Wright, um, in his second term, okay, he read a letter, um, a statement last year from the South Carolina Department of Health Environmental um, uh, community stating that the water levels were fine. So this test was conducted after the first denial to the uh, well water. So after being denied to test the well water initially, which again is the main source of supply for the town, a second test was conducted um, without anyone's knowing, which concluded that the water was fine. Wow. The whole situation just seems fucked up. <laughs> like, whoa. It's crazy because while all of the things were going on, like in Flint, I never, ever once heard about Denmark. I've never heard about them being without water. I've never heard about lead being in the water, contamination being in the water. I've never heard of any of that. And it's not to downplay Flint, obviously, because, uh, you know, a tragedy is a tragedy, a crisis is a crisis. But it's like, why didn't we know about this shit? I would hate to think they are trying to kill us off. I would hate to think that. Denmark is a heavily populated black area, predominantly black which of course a lot of small areas are where they so happen to do testings of shit. Nigga, don't put no, don't put that in my water for 10 years and don't tell me about it. It makes me weary to drink my water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. I don't know. It's, it's almost like, damn, you know, they can treat us any type of way. They can do whatever they want to do to us. All of the government officials and state officials obviously work within each other. 
and poor Mr. Gerald E. Wright, who is damn near a puppet at this point, I would have to say, he obviously must be getting some type of check or some type of shit. He made a press statement stating how he uses the water and how he wouldn't put his town in danger of water that he was using. But it's just like, shit's not adding up, bruh. Shit's not adding up, especially when there's people out here that are sick, children that are being, you know, becoming sick because they're trusting you as their official of their town, as this savior, as this brother who's supposed to understand you sitting up here setting us up for a genocide. Is that a stretch? I don't know. But it's always, again, these black or minority, you know, populations and areas that so happen to be caught in the fire. Lead traces were found in the water, but still fall within healthy guidelines, according to the EPA agency um, from CNN.com. They're the ones that actually did all of this research as far as, you know, the well water supply not being tested and everything. I got all that from CNN.com. But it's like, damn, so we can, it's a okay amount of lead <laughs> that we can drink in water and be okay. Man, look, it, I don't want no extra lead, iron, magnesium, damn it, any of that in my drinking water, in my supply, without my knowledge, without my knowing. That shit is wrong. And now they've conducted this routine that obviously is going to continue. People don't trust the water. That's why they're buying cases of it. Um, more recently, it caught news of it again because I believe some people were making deliveries there dropping off large supplies of water and people were like why are you taking water to Denmark and then the story became popular again for 10 years in counting so the state of South Carolina um, actually was ordered by Clemson University who oversees pesticide registration to stop using Halicin in 2018 but at this point, I don't even think that shit matters because they've been doing it so long. Who's to say that they're not continuing to do it? They stopped for a month or some shit like that, and then that was the end of it. You know what I should have looked up was hospital instances in Denmark, like blindsided children or unusual skin irritation. That's what the fuck I should have looked up because I bet you them hospital bills out there is a motherfucker. I bet you. And I bet you the hospital is probably full of, of minor things like that that happen over amount of time due to these small traces that were okayed by the Environmental Protection Agency. Like, what the fuck? Oh. It's really sad. Um, follow the story if you're not following it. If you receive any updates from it, um, please let me know. I know there is a class... Uh, action lawsuit I believe that's being composed or has been composed by some of the residents of Denmark so of course some type of payout is going to come but again <laughs> they were doing this shit for 10 years man and it just again makes me weary of what other type of contaminations are being polluted into other areas of America that everybody knows about but the people that live there mm, fix it Stay woke, y'all. Businessman or sellout? So first of all, I'm sorry that I'm late on Jay-Z and the whole NFL thing. I am sorry that I am late. 
Um, I like Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? I like Jay-Z. He's ugly, but he's smart as hell. You know, he's an influencer, innovator, uh, innovator, innovator, <laughs> and a businessman. So, I mean, I don't really understand why everybody kind of got on the bad foot. If I'm wrong about something, please let me know. Please enlighten me. I always like to be enlightened because I think I know everything. Um, but first off, can we just mention some accomplishments? Because he funds 14 charities and foundations, okay, like the Boys and Girls Club, which I am a proud product of, uh, Red Cross, United Way, and Keep a Child Alive, received the uh, NAACP Image Award, okay, um, 2013 launched Rock Nation Sports with athletes like Kevin Durant. So, I mean, he's decent. You know, he got a Sean Carter Foundation um, aimed to help hardships um, brought on by economic differences and encouraging potential. So, I mean, it's not like Jay-Z is just out here like fucking white bitches and wearing like a KKK hat. Like, what the fuck is up? Everybody had a lot of racist uh, notions and a lot of greedy notions. But let's, for a second... Again, I, I don't know the ins and outs, but the nigga is already filthy rich. So, I mean, to me, I didn't see it as a money thing. So, what? He bought um, some of the NFL or the interest in NFL ownership. Um, I don't understand what the problem is. To me, I feel like it was a business move. To me, I see it as power. To me, I see that as another foot in the door, another leg you know, out there. This is the type of thinking I feel like we need in today's America. Because I'm all for the kneeling, I'm all for the protesting, but again, what has it gotten us after so much? It's time for us to start using the tools that we've acquired over time to create a new type of America. We couldn't do this shit. Do you, do you got money? To, to go and get some piece of the NFL? Do, do your daddy got money? Do your brother? Your sister? Nobody has the money to do this shit but Jay-Z. <laughs> okay? And why not it be a black man who has so much influence over America? Do it. You can't wish bad on somebody before they even do some shit. You know what I'm saying? You putting an almond out in the air, you know, expecting for him to do bad versus what could happen. Representation is important, and I think that he'll use this opportunity to integrate more black cultural things into the NFL, maybe get more of an insight on some of the rules and regulations and behind-the-scenes shit that we are not able to touch because we don't have money to do that. We don't have power to do that. Yes, you know, he's told people not to perform at the Super Bowl and whatever, whatever, but again... This is the America that we live in, and it's time for us to start owning things and then changing the way that things are done. You know? I just think that we need to keep our options open here, and we need to put all of this bitterness to the side and be optimistic here. Hopefully it's not a slap in the face. <laughs> I would hope it's not, because I think that Jay-Z is smarter than that. And he has a tie, I, I feel, like to the black community. Cuss me out if I'm wrong. I'm sorry. That's how I feel about it. And I really think that 
this is an opportunity for him to create a different type of wave that we need to see. So I'm rooting for Jay-Z. I hope that he'll use this opportunity again to be a representational idol for younger athletes and to be a foot on their neck. You know what I'm saying? He might get in there and turn up. Y'all never know. Y'all never know. Um, I'm late as well on this, but y'all know Rosa Parks. <laughs> Rosa Parks. Um, had her Barbie made, which was super awesome. They should just do a whole black line. Okay? I just want a whole black line of black Barbies. Period. <laughs> but she finally got her Barbie. Um, they created the Rosa Parks doll. Um, so she's fitted. She got the slick bun with the baby hair. Shout out to Barbie for putting baby hairs on her. She had her white gloves. You know, um just all Rosa Parks out so she you know of course was an actual activist now if you don't know who Rosa Parks is turn my shit off right now oh, okay cuz I need you know but you better know you you better you better know of course you know what I'm saying she was an activist who was not giving up her seat to that white man power to the people and ended up spending some time in jail so of course black figures are important representation is important and we all need our moment to shine this is monumental you know what i'm saying i want more of my young children in the future to be able to see figures like that and want to play with barbie dolls like that it's really important i'm super excited super 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 excited other um black barbies that they've had too is yara shaheed yeah y'all know i love her from grownish i love her i'm damn near gonna buy her a doll because i fuck with her so much um naomi is it Asaka? Asaki? Well, I know she beats Serena Williams, so she a beast. <laughs> um, Frida, Frida Kahlo. I love Frida. If you guys have ever seen Frida or haven't seen Frida with Salma Hayek, it is an amazing autobiography of an amazing Spanish painter. That was really one of the first, I think, autobiographies of another culture that I absolutely fell in love with. It's a beautiful, beautiful story just about triumph, anger, success, defeat, I mean, everything. So make sure you guys check it out. But she has a doll, too. So I didn't know that. Dana needs to buy the doll, too. Um, and Catherine Johnson, who um, was from Hidden Figures, one of the NASA scientists. Taraji P. Taraji P. played her in the movie. So she has a Barbie doll as well. Exciting! exciting stuff uh it took y'all long enough but that's all right barbie i'm gonna let y'all slide y'all know candy man's getting his reboot i'm excited about that um jordan peele is writing he's not directing he's writing but a woman um ma da costa oh shit not the name <laughs> her name is um oh it is ma da costa yeah, I don't know. But she's the director. Um, it's filming in Chi-Town. Turn up. Yaha Abdul Matum. I'm butchering these names. I am so sorry. Um, he was the villain um, in the Get Down Cadillac. So he's going to play Candyman. So it's going to release in 2020 next year. I'm excited. So if you don't know who Candyman is, turn my shit off. Okay? Turn it off. Candyman was definitely like, I think, a real, you know, black horror figure. He was the first black scary horror figure 
that scared a community. Based in Chicago, highlighted the Cabrini Greens, you know, before it was tore down and really just brought the grittiness of the city to the horror film. Don't say Candyman in the fucking bathroom three times, you're gonna die. <laughs> Don't wander on somewhere low out there, you go die. It was really a powerful film. You know, it did have its uh, theatrical moments, which I appreciated about it as I got older, but the shit was fucking scary. I mean, the nigga had a bloody ass hook that used to be a fucking hand, and he had bees inside his body that he would spur onto you, and the man was ruthless. But I'm excited that we're getting a remake. All of these black movies coming out back to back to back, I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm tired of seeing bang, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. I'm sorry. I am sorry. And I love black culture. I understand that that is a big part of the identity. That is a big part of us feeling like who we are. But let me remind you that you're so much more than that. And we need to have more black horror films and black romance films and black sci-fi films and all of these other aspects of black culture that we touch on but we never really get to dwell in. Because what does it really mean to be black other than to be woke? There's nothing wrong with being black and being alternative, black and goth. You know what I'm saying? There's no limitation on what it means to be black. So. I like to, you know, see more diversity when it comes to black films and black depictions. So I hope that Jordan Peele really does his shit, you know what I'm saying, makes it scary. I want to be screaming up in there and I know it's going to be lit. So make sure you guys look out for that. Candyman. I need to go try to get on a film whole time. <laughs> Filming in Chicago. I need to make my way down there. So the corrupted Chicago police, Lorenzo Davis. So former officer serving um, over 20 years to the force was fired for refusing to lie about police being um, at fault for shootings. No surprise there, but the fact that he was fired um, and actually was able to be fired is really what pissed me off about it. He stated since 2007, he feels the police department has been obstructing evidence and cleaning uh, officers of shootings. This is Chicago. Okay, this is Chicago Police Department we're talking about right here in Midwest, right here in Homeland. Okay, so again, Lorenzo Davis stated that since 2007, he feels the police department has been obstructing evidence and cleaning officers of shootings. 2017 is when he was fired. Okay, however, it's just now really that he's spreading more awareness of it and more people are starting to catch wind of everything that happened. So, um, IPRA boss Scott Ando um, was who was responsible for requesting um, Lorenzo to be, well, he was the one that was actually requesting for the changes to be made to the documents um, stating that the officers were at fault. Lorenzo refused and then he was fired. This is all from the dailybeast.com. Shout out to them. They had a really good article on it, so I just kind of picked through it. He was fired based on having anti police bias what <laughs> so that's how he was fired okay he was fired based on having anti-police bias the fuck scott ando has made no comment claiming that this is a personal matter 
Duh, nigga, because you're fucking racist as hell. Duh. Like, that in itself is not incriminating. Like, what the fuck? A personal matter. We fired this nigga because he wasn't willing to cover our ass. That's pretty much what, what you said. That's pretty much what you said. So the police department, you know, they pay off families to keep names of officers safe. Um, they're just paying money to pretty much have us killed, knowing that there's a good chance that they're going to get off free. It's a really sad situation. Somebody, a person of color, Lorenzo Davis is black, so he's a black man, um, taking on the brunt of the fire, joining this police department, trying to make a change in his community, trying to show his community that the police are different, that they're capable of so much more. And after serving 20 years, 20 years at this place that is supposed to respect you like you're one of them, they fired your ass because you weren't willing to cover one of their asses. Again, I'm up in the air when it comes to the police department. Now, there's a small percentage of y'all that really do y'all business and really police y'all shit. And I'll be like, okay, some criminals out here and y'all motherfuckers are needed. But there's a way bigger amount that questions every motive that a police officer does. And it's stories like this that only, you know, play in again to the corruption that we see on TV, that we see on movies, that we see on shows. All of these shows depicting these dirty ass cops, this is real fucking life. And they feel like they can keep doing this shit because they know somebody is gonna get their ass off for it. And here was somebody that was trying to make a difference and he was just outnumbered. He was outnumbered and there was no one else there willing to take that heat with him. How the fuck was he even able to get fired? Off of, off of that? How are you going to prove this black man has police bias? He's a fucking cop. And he's been working there. He, he probably was the only fucking black cop there for a long time before other ones got there. 20 years, bro? Oh, no. Y'all fire me somewhere after 20 years? I'm burning that bitch down. <laughs> I'm knocking all that shit over. Like, what? The Chicago Police Department. Again. This is where this is happening but this is everywhere this is everywhere that it's a heavily minor minority or black populated area and that's just the reality of it for you to sit up there and say racism is dead racism doesn't exist bias doesn't exist you're not living in america you're avoiding shit you're choosing to go the long way versus right there direct how do you combat with shit like this? How do you make a change when there's people that are inside and they get fucking fired? The minute that they have an upper hand to make an influence, they're tossed away. I really fucking hope there's an investigation that's done for this. Because we know how Chicago is and shootings happen all the time. Who's to say half of those shootings aren't police officers out there killing us off the streets just so they can sweep some shit up, just so they can make, you know, some clear. Like, I, I don't find it hard to believe the way that they dog us out, the way that they riddle bullets in our bodies. They don't care about us. 
And the fact that they're paying families off millions of dollars all the time. First off, who's giving y'all this money? Where is y'all getting this money from? I know this is not my tax dollars that you paying my brothers and sisters to kill their kids. How much is your life worth? Once they start rolling out the millions, everything calms down. You can't give me no money, bitch. I want you to go to jail. Okay? As a shield of the law, as a supposed protector, and you used this authority and abused it, I want you to rot in jail. I would never wish the death penalty on anybody. I'm not for it. But life with no parole, yeah, you can sit your ass in jail and rot forever. And I think that any cop that is found dirty or false, you know what I'm saying, of killing an innocent person, black, white, young, old, child or not, should serve life. Because you're abusing this authority. And now you done took somebody's life because you was scared, because you was bored. You didn't have shit better to do. And out of all of the 10 motherfuckers you didn't kill, that one you killed, this man found out it was you. And y'all got this man fired. We are past kneeling. We are past protesting. How do we change the system? Because what we doing, it doesn't fucking work. If they're able to do shit like this. It's no secret the law is corrupted okay but please don't let this deter you or shy you away from speaking what's right from speaking what's true when police kill people they're not victims they're offenders make sure you guys subscribe to poet talk podcast streaming on all major platforms thank you so much for tuning in peace out